for real Like for real Yeah Like that type shit, for real, yeah Uh Go ahead, throw my name in the mob, you in danger Wrong color flag, throwing signs, you in danger Staying at my peace like it ain't mine, ain't nothing gon' save ya I'm gripping on the flame, are you in danger? Go ahead, throw my name in the rhymes, you in danger Wrong color flag, throwing signs, you in danger Staying at my peace like it ain't mine, ain't nothing gon' save ya Boy, you in danger Go because I rap, all my homies still in danger Hang around the squad, you can surely feel a danger Search and rolling loud, police confiscated bangers your block, Keisha hopping out the Wrangler. Like Rockabye, it's the high, you a stranger. Big man curling off the pole like a hanger. I wanted to introduce the people to, uh, let me see how we we can um, word it. Uh, gifted, inspirational, determined, and he's self-aware of who he is. That's how you basically can um, describe feet. You know what I'm saying? Straight out of Spanish Harlem, East Harlem, you know, say what's up to everybody, uh, UFO, and let them know what Yo, time peace, it is on chopping it up. Peace to everybody, peace and blessings, man. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Staying out there, what's up? Y'all know how we rocking. Thank you for having me, man, for real. Yeah, hey, man, I, I had to go in the fourth quarter mode. I wanted to put a few of my um, favorites in for the last, you know what I'm saying, to you know finish off season one so why not start out with the big home you feel what i'm saying i'm humble man i'm humble i'm honored i'm humble man shout out to mika too man i see her grinding you know what i'm saying yeah man that's that's you know that's executive producer she pushed me to do this podcast stuff man so you know we had to get the family on here bro yeah i seen when um i called when when i seen the um you guys running the promo i was like oh that's what's up she's always doing something new and always moving forward that's a beautiful thing you know what i'm saying yeah, that's the boss. That's the queen. Shout out to Mika, man, for real. All right, man, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I want to go ahead and start it off, if you don't mind. You know, what was your initial start with hip hop or who was it or what was it that influenced you to make your craft the actual source of living now? Um, it wasn't one particular thing or person. It just was like how we... It was just embedded in us and how we came up, man. In the neighborhood I'm from, we was it was pure hip hop. Everybody was listening to hip hop. Cameron would be around. Um, you no, know, I remember just seeing a lot of people growing up. Um, yeah. So it was just like I had one of those neighborhoods where like the big time dudes would bring certain dudes around. You know what I'm saying? And hang out with them on the block. So you got to see them once in a while. And um, right. everybody was trying to rhyme to like, usually the playing ball or rhyming. That's one of the two things in my neighborhood. You was everybody was interested in was rhyming or playing basketball. And then when Rob, when Black Rob made it, I pretty much made everybody start rhyming and cap. Because when G Dep made it, he was in the hood so much that at our age we thought that you might have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So everybody was rhyming for him and trying to rhyme to him and every time you seen him. So um, there used to be a lot of people outside rapping. Um, but, you know, my first moment in hip hop was like I bought it was written. You know what I'm saying? My first CD, I actually crossed the street without permission. 
Okay. Spent my own money on that was it was written. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nas joint. Nas, yeah. Um, yeah, I ran back home. I ran back across the street, ran upstairs. I threw that joint on, and that was probably like, um, in front. Turn that way, then. Oh. I was probably like the joint that had, like, really turned me out. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, really... I, I wanted to, I wanted to go ahead and and you know drop a little gem to you know my followers who are just you know tapping in and wanted to get in on your history. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's apparent that it definitely runs in your bloodline. Right. And what I mean by it runs in your bloodline, we're talking about your father, Tony. Right. You know, of the leg of the legendary Latin freestyle group TKA. You know yes. what I'm saying? So, you know, right. being is that your father was out here in the in the late eighties and the um in the nineties, even going into the two thousands, you know, seeing him in the game and in the culture, how much has you know that has helped you you know, come along or influence your game? Um, I was blessed to see a lot with my pops, man. He would take me to the studio. Yeah, um, my pops had an artist called, an R&B artist called Jay Quest. And, um, right. He was a Spanish dude. He was like on Jason's Lyrics soundtrack. He had a record. He also had an album that dropped. It was, you know, they did his thing. But my pops would take me to the lab around that time in his career. He was working with like Rodney Jerkins, Method Man. Mm -hmm. like a bunch of other cats so i was seeing that as a youngster and um a lot of dudes would try to get my pops um music like cds and stuff instrumentals right and, um my pops would leave them in the crib and i'll write to them joints mm -hmm. so you know like somebody trying to get tone from tk somebody from my neighborhood or something um and i'm maybe like 14 15 16 vibe type and um you know they giving my pops their music and stuff and i got mad beats in the crib i'm just writing to them and my pops ain't really have no mc no um hip-hop artists at the time so any right. beats he had i was already writing to them and i was understanding um how to write music already you know what i'm saying like how to right. form that pause and stuff well that's a As beautiful thing like, man well, most of my friends was just writing verses and I was telling them like, yo, you got to learn how to write some hooks and all that. Because I would hear this is what my pops would be telling people, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. So, so from there, I just try to keep doing that and incorporate, incorporate that in the music that I did. And um, all my favorite artists did the same thing. So I took it true. You know what I'm saying? I took it as, 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 as law. Cause then all the artists that I started inspiring to be like and stealing their swag and shit, they would do that. Right. They would write songs. So I was like, oh, this must be true. You know what I'm saying? That's the secret. Write a good shit. song. That's a beautiful thing. Just like my brother uh, Bicker says, it was a uh, early education for you, being as though that your foundation was able to give you that magnetic. Amen. You know how we do. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So let me go ahead and jump to this. You know, I know how UFO feed came about because you may not know me and Black Rob. You know, we fans, right? So I, I know where I know where I know where the feed came. You know, came about, but you know, because your lineage is strong in who you have six degrees of separation to. You feel what I'm saying? Please. So if you can tell the people how UFO feed came about and what's the meaning behind it and how that was donned your name. Um. The thief was given to me by the legend Rob, man. Rob grew up with in my building, you know what I'm saying? It's from my building. It's from 2225 First Avenue. And, right. Um, 
So shout out to Black Rob. Shout out to Rob. Before I was, before we was doing music, I was already seeing them and stuff. And then he started rhyming. He started rhyming, and um, after that it was over. Once he started rhyming, he became popular in the neighborhood because they used to play ball. He was really good at ball first. Right, you know what I'm saying? Him and a, a few of the legends used to play ball. And um then when Rob became popular with the ramen, he became um Cardi Rob, he was Banco Popular, you know, he was outside and my he was messing with my pops. And right. I, that's when I just felt like he was he was not he that's when you knew he was you know that um I guess you know in is for for a lot of the listeners it's that moment for me where they hear that and they like, Oh homie nasty. That's what Rob was at at that point in time. Rob was at some right. point where he was just nasty. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere right. he went, yeah, we're giving it up to him undeniably. So um, I always admired him and stuff. And um, one day I was walking through a school park, and he and he um saw me walking on PS57 right there on Third Avenue on 115. And right. um, he saw me come through the park, and I stopped to say what's up with him, and he asked, you know, regular, um asked about my family my moms and stuff and then um he just was like yo what's up like he looked at me he was like yo what's up i heard you rhyming out here yeah and i was like you know i was i was shy i was a kid you know what i'm saying i was like yeah i'm not you know he's like yeah i heard you got a little i heard you got a fever mm. so he said that I mean, like, when he was like yeah i heard you got a fever out here i was like oh all right that's gonna be my name right there. All right, so let's bring out the UFO. Um, that came with um knowledge itself, you know what I'm saying? Studying the 120 and um just getting into the books and all that good stuff, man, and understanding to the gods and the earth and the babies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, you know what I'm saying? So instead of because I'm not I'm not a five percenter as in as it's true indeed, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm true and living. You got knowledge yourself. Yeah, exactly. So I'm true and living. So the UFO, instead of naming myself some of the Islamic faith or some, you know what I'm saying? I'm the good brother UFO, you know what I'm saying? Man, that's peace, God. I like how y'all young kids put it together, man. Y'all young minds put it together and put it out there, you know, display your magnetic, and that's peace. That's love. I appreciate the respect. For real, that's peace. Man, God, man. Dude. I want to talk about this one MC, another MC that's uh, you know very close by your side, and I want to know you know definitely what he means to you because you know I heard this gentleman he's definitely a a killer lyricist. He's actually done a couple of joints with my fam Ag the Corner, so on and so forth. Right. I'm talking about your man Terminology. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. So what has Term meant to you know your growth and to your career so far? Um, term has meant a lot to my growth and my career because he's one of the people that believed in me when nobody was really rocking with me. So um, for that opportunity to introduce me to Static and exactly that's what I was about know, to segue into. Yeah, yeah. Term to introduce Term to introduce me to Static. Um, you know, at a time when nobody really knew who I was and nobody was rocking with me. Right. Um, I had just got next to Joe, and um term beats nobody was he was making a few beats but you know i felt like um in respect to him linking me with static and me and static recorded fresh air so fast mm -hmm. that um 
me and Term just kept working on stuff, kept working, kept working. So we worked and, and set longer, and he was like, yo, come on, it'd be dope. We drop it. So it was only right to drop it after fresh air and um, show people Term got some dope beats. And also, like, that's like show that I worked with the family. You know what I'm saying? I did something with terminology and static. You know, not too many. Nobody could say that, really. No, not many could say that coming out the gate. So I know that you worked with static. What was it like being in the studio with him? Because I know with static, you know, you have to basically be in the studio with him. He ain't about that sending back and forth. You feel what I'm saying? You and um, Static Selector had collaborated. And, you know, I know that's, you know, not many can say that they, you know, done that with Static because, you know, Static is a legend in his own right. And I know he's the type of person who wants you to be in the studio with him. He ain't about that back and forth. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you don't mind, Tell me about how that, you know, that experience was overall with working with Static and putting that project together. Working with Static, brother, that was like, um, he showed me how to produce high quality content in a short period of time. That's what I learned working with Static, because usually I would write my rhymes in the crib and go to the studio and perform them at the studio, you know, memorize and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And then as I had my kids and stuff, that started becoming a lot harder to do. So I would go to Statics on the late night and just um, Static don't really like to give you no beast to take home. Well, not, That's you know, right. he, he wasn't giving me no beast to take home. I just, he would play something. I'd tell him I have something for it and he'd make me rhyme it like right, right. there. So um, like a good 70% of the Static project is uh, unwritten. It's like off the top, you know what I'm saying? Just me creating organic, organic just me creating the hook right there. And then the rhyme right there, you know what I'm saying? Because Static, if he plays a beat and I like it, I'll be like, yo, Static, that's fire. He'd be like, you got something for it? I'll be like, yeah. He'd be like, all right, go ahead, lay it down. And I'm, you know, that forces me to go in there and come up with stuff right off top. And right. um, that's how that's that's how I learned how to condense time and work under pressure because there's always people there too. So you want to work. You know, some of the stuff we would lay, a lot of people would become when we was done and stuff. So you want to lay some dope stuff because somebody's bound to hear it that same night. You start mixing it, whatever you have. So he told me how to work at a high level, just, you know, at a fast pace, man, and not be afraid to go for it. Still shopping still. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Don't take yourself too serious, too, neither. You just say what you feel if you got something on your mind it's okay to speak it at the time too you know yeah i mean that's how that's basically what it's supposed to be especially if you're a true artist correct right all right well I'm, i know you get asked this question a lot but i wanted to ask you this personally twin you know how did you and fat joe link do you remember where you were when he reached out to you yeah, man, I exactly, I exactly, I remember exactly where I was when Crack reached out. Um, I was in my house and um, Dre from Cool and Dre reached out first. Oh, okay. told me that, Yeah, Dre's the one who heard me first. He heard a, um, a record I released um, called Mr. Nice Guy. And he mm -hmm. heard the record, it was like 2016. And um, my man is, um, is Biscuit, that's my man. Right. And, um, I'm really cool with the family and stuff. So Biscuit shows his love every now and then. And at this time, he was on fire, like super fire. And he posted the video, and I guess Drake seen it from there. 
And then Drake, I mean, um, Drake told me that, um, pardon me, Drake, geez. Um, Drake told me that he played it for crack and crack right. was interested in meeting me. So mm. I was like, you know, I was taken aback by that. Yeah. Um, so the next, he was like, he asked me what I'm doing the next day. I was in the crib. I was chilling with the family. I just had my, um, my, my oldest daughter at the time. Yeah, the babies. Yeah, I just had the baby, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she was like one and we was in the crib most of the time. Then, um, he asked me what I was doing the next day. And I looked at my, I had him on speakerphone. I looked at my, my earth and she was like, you ain't doing nothing. You feel me? Like, mm. so I was like, no, I ain't doing nothing. And he was like, you know, tomorrow I'm going to set it up for you to go meet him. Just be, um free between this time one and three o'clock right so i was like i got you and um no less twin he texted me like 12 o'clock the next day like yo go meet crack you got an hour to get there he was like yo um i never forget he was like yo go by yourself tell your team you're gonna bring home the trophy whoa more or less being the person i am i went and grabbed my man my camera man still you yeah. feel me like we yeah were, Dolly, like, yo, my cameraman, I called him, my right hand man, he grabbed the camera, we documented the whole thing, most of the joint, and, um, we ain't take no pictures or nothing, then there was a moment where we built with crack, when I first met him, I walked into the store, he was in the store, um, up NYC, his, it had just opened up and stuff, and, um, he just looked at me, I, I was like, yo, I'm the, uh, um, Dre sent me, I'm the artist, Dre sent, he was like, that, you the MC? I'm like, yeah, mm. and, um, you know, he was Joe Crack. He gave me the Joe Crack look. He wasn't really vibing too tough. Right. He had on his poker face right there, bro. He had on his poker face. But I had a trump card, no pun intended. I knew my little sister's father's <laughs> word. I had a trump card, no pun intended. My little sister's father's water his day ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, for mm. the Joe's OGs. So um, he had just came home from doing 16 years in the feds and stuff. So mm. um, I had told Joe, like, right at that moment, like, yo, such and such is my little sister father, too. He was like, why I never, yo, he was in, like, Joe's a movie, though. He was like, yo, why I never heard of you? I was like, yo, I just don't be asking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that's crazy. I was like, yo, I don't be asking for nothing, but if you want to call him and ask him, you can call him right now. He'll tell you. Right. He was like, nah, I believe you. He was like, I believe you. Like, right, because people don't pull names out the hat like that. Especially the name I pulled, you feel me? Yeah, facts. He's like, he's like, he's like one of the real, for real, for real, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying one of them types. So, right, don't get away with saying his name. And then I say he's my little sister, father. He know my little sister, like Joe knows my whole family. So when he looked at me, he was like, "Well, I never heard you." Are you say yeah, this poker face? Because later right. on in life, you know what I'm saying? Tell me, like, God, as soon as you told me who that was, I knew. You you know what I'm saying? And then I brought my mom's around one time and, you know what I'm saying? He called me like, yo, I know who your mom's is. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? He wow. called me after he left. Like, that's crazy. That's your mom's. We used to run around. That's ill. So, you know, that's how pretty much we built our, our rapport. And then we started traveling together and moving around. And then we got solid from there. It just grew into a bond, you know? Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Shout out to Joe Crack. I was fortunate to... uh you know, host him once when he came here to D.C. and he did uh, the PGC 95.5 birthday bash at the Howard Theater. You know, yeah, the same fair. person that you see on the big, 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 big show is the same person you, you know, meet in person. Very jovial, 
you know what I'm saying? Very straightforward, you know, very personable, ready, very approachable at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, sir. I mean, with you and Joe and, you know, what he's done in this game, like I, I caught on to Joe back in 93, okay? Flow Joe. You know, that's how far back I go with Joe. You feel what I'm saying? Like right. when he first dropped, you know what I'm saying? Cassette tapes, relativity. You feel what I'm saying? The legend. Like, right. So, you know, with him being around, you know, you see what he's done with, you know, from pun to, you know, ushering the sound, coming in the South with Wayne when, you know, he came and making rain when it was a time in New York where people were wondering where the money or uh, where the music was going. But if anything, Joe was that person who helped keep it alive. You know, what has Joe shared with you in the time that you have, you know, been together? What are the mentorships that he's, you know, given to you? What are the jewels that he's given to you so you can learn how to, you know, move better within this game, being as though you have an actual OG in your corner? Um, so many, man, countless. You know, um, we could start anywhere. As you said, you met him, so you've gotten the pleasure of seeing him. He don't do nothing but give game. Yeah, straight that. up. Straight up. He loved it. And with me, you know, I'm like his uh, younger brother, so I'm giving him game at the same. And the way I am, twin, you know, we had a claw, so I'm always talking my shit. Indeed, like, twin. He always, he's always looking at me and laughing like, yo, you got to stop. Because, you know, I'm always <laughs> right. You know, I'm usually always right. Even when I'm wrong, we always on point with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm usually always positive. So um he loves talking to me we love hanging out he always you know and especially when we on the road is it's so many gems but um i learned joe is just like everyone else man that's one of the um gems i could say off top is that um the struggles i go through with my homies and trying to be a leader amongst the men i i, I group together those things teach me to stay positive and stay focused because seeing Joe face those same adversities that I face with my homies and the things we right. go through and him facing them at a high adversity with his homies and mm -hmm. his homies are all uh, well off. You know what I'm saying? They all Yeah, they're official too. Yeah, the kids are through college and they all live in nice houses and stuff and they still go through drama and they still going through stuff. And um, as far as industry... Joe's independent, so um, I watch yeah. him spend his own money on a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? I right. watch him risk it all. I watch him be positive about all his gambles. You know, when he gambles on himself, he's positive to another level, degree, where there's no failure. It's only um, up, you know what I'm saying? It's always yeah. up. And, he, and um, don't get it twisted, Joe is always impressed. He always impresses himself with the little things he does, you know, things that people be like, yeah, the Joe should be there. He he gets happy and excited, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's number one Shazam, or he sees a Shazam numbers doing good, or right. know, people are talking about the record in the street, or we in the car twin and somebody next to the car got, got it rocking, you know what I'm saying, playing some right. crack. He still gets excited. He loves that, man. He, he, he loves his hip-hop joint. He, he really embodies it, man. Like yeah. me, man, it's the same thing. I love it, twin. So we'll, you know, um, to have the love for it and still do it, and sometimes you go through the stress of it. You gotta love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You that that's that's just that's that's just like in the Supreme Alphabet. You you know, love hell or right. You know what All I'm saying? Time. You go through hell if you love something so much in order to get it right. You feel what I'm saying? All the time. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right, man. So we gave the backstory, you know what I'm saying, all the way up until, you know, 
the mentorship of, you know, the one great Fat Joe, I want to talk about your latest project that you just, you know, that's basically about to drop, 11.6. But if y'all want, you can definitely pre-order it on Apple Music. It's, you know, The Ghost of Albizu, produced by the Hands of Zeus, uh, the Mighty Big Ghost LTD. So how did the two of you come about, you know, to, to, to form that, you know, that beautiful bond, you know what I'm saying, of music and art? Yo, I wish they was, a, um, I wish I still got the comment, man. It came from someone in the comments. I had posted something and someone tagged both of us. Mm -hmm. And um, was like, yo, y'all should get together. The ghost Albizu. That was the comment. Like the wow. person in the comment was like, yo, um, I would love to see Big Ghost and UFO, the ghost Albizu. And I was like, oh, I, um, I um, hit Ghost right away. I DM'd them because we was already talking. You know, I was already telling them I like this stuff. And um, when he said that we would do something, I sent them the comment like, yo, look, um, somebody sent, this is an ill idea. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's it right there, the Ghost Albizu. And from there, I started, um, I had to wait a little minute. It was like a... It was like a year before he sent me any any beats. Right. And, you know, a few months, maybe close to mm -hmm. a year. And, you know, I hit him with the pity hit email. Like, yo, I know you probably don't want to mess with me, man, but I'm going to still rock with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, not knowing like, that he was already swamped with mad work to begin with. Yeah, you know how you get as an artist, though? For me, I was slowing down. You know, I, I was already um done with fresh ears stuff. So I was like, you know, looking for something to do. So I tried to pity him. Into sending me uh. some beats, and he was like, "Yo, Steve, man, not nah, how I work is this, that, and the third. And he had sent me like a screenshot of um various, I won't say who it was, but various folders of people he was working with. Yeah, and he had my name there, so yep. I was like, um, he was like, "Yo, I got you." So, you know, eventually got around to sending me um what you hear is the ghost of Albizo. Anyway, it's no time. I already went right to work. Yeah. I wrote the records and I went to the lab and I recorded them and I sent it to him and he was excited. I sent him the vocals and all that good stuff. And then um took like another year, you know what I'm saying? Like for him to finally be like, yo, Phoebe, I'm gonna take this month. It was um July when he was like, Yo, I'm gonna take August to work on it, Phoebe. I got you. We're gonna have that joint sounding crazy. Word. And I was like, um, it was a still few things I had to provide that were missing. You know, getting crack and all that good stuff, a thousand yeah. words yeah. on it. Um, few records that I had to add that he sent, like, yo, I think we could do one or two more because we had we didn't have 10 originally. Right. So he was like, yo, I think we can do two more. And he sent them, I knocked those out. And I, I just want to personally tell you that, you know, that's a beautiful project, personally. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, man. You know, you just, know, from, the just the music is carrying, the ancestors is carrying it, man, for real, for indeed. real. Indeed. Indeed. And just and just you know for it to come along the line with the lineage of you know big ghost releases from, you know we can start off with Griselda Ghost all the way up to you now you know what I'm saying, like everything yeah. Ghost has touched has been official for real. So yeah, if yeah. anything, this is just another you know another uh, a notch on, on on his belt. But if anything, it's is definitely a, a great you know a notch on your belt as well to have big ghost production. Yeah, I'm blessed, man. I'm happy to be a part of, like I said, the lineage to have a big ghost project. And um, especially a joint like this one, you know what I'm saying? Some that big ghost that is different Fact. from everything that he's done. And we got to make it, you know, he's very proud of it. I'm super proud of it. When he told me he was happy, when he kept yeah. telling me, like, yo, we got it, we 
it's crazy, it's crazy. Then I heard that I was like, oh man, like yeah. He was like, yo, Fee, I ain't gonna lie, like superseded what I thought this was gonna be. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm super happy. I was like, all right, we all right, good, because I was riding around to it like, damn, this is incredible, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's a beautiful word. thing, man. I, I, I'm happy for you, bro. You already know what it is with us, twin, man. Um, yeah, nah, you know, that's bulletproof, man. That ain't nothing. Yeah, straight up. Um, So, you know, um, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what you got coming up next so far as with video, you know, visuals coming out for the album, you know, if there'll be any merch or, you know, how to reach you and to support you. Yeah, we got the merch right now. It's popping. You can simply send me a DM at UFO Feev, as UFO F-E-V, or you could reach my website. You could reach me on my website, thehighenterprise.com. Thehighenterprise.com. There's the merch there. Or again, simply send me a DM for the Ghost Style Beasel merch. The Ghost Style Beasel is dropping November 6th. We got the Danger video featuring Red Inf gonna be ill we just shot that today um box yeah. cutter jujitsu featuring nems yeah is out right nems. now yes yeah. you know that's hard right now yeah yeah streets. nems is nasty yo <laughs> yeah we got the underground you know we got new york city we got everything rocking right now you know joe crack loves to hear me and nems together we took together he loves it like one of his favorite he always tells me that nems is one of his favorite you know what i'm saying and um that's a beautiful thing man um, after this joint, man, after the Ghost Out Beasel, you know, just go check out the Ghost Out Beasel. There'll be vinyl available. There'll be um, CDs available. And after this, man, my joint with Van the Slice. You know, I'm not going to drop the title yet. Well, right. Um, but, you know, immediately following this, I got a project with Van the Slice that's like top notch and it's only going to get better from here, you know? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Van the Slice, uh, actually, I'm aware of his work because, um, he used to produce a lot of stuff for Man Bites Dog Records back in the day. Yeah, so, Van um, Slice so, is a problem, man. Van Slice, yeah, man. From Jub Sonata to, to, I mean, we can go on, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Van Slice got a missile coming. So after the Ghost of Al Beasel, man, look for my project with Van Slice to close off the year, most likely. And um, we rocking, man. We here. Look, you know, look forward to seeing me a lot more. UFO Feed, you can follow me. Um, That's right. Shout out to you know, shout out to you, good brother, for looking as good as you look and having me. You know what I'm saying? I truly Thank appreciate you, you, man. And um, it's bulletproof love. You know how we do UFO feed. Already, twin. That's how we do, man. All right. Well, um, I know you was out there paintballing and, you know, taking action shots out there on the road and everything. And I know you got to get in the, you know, get back into the house with the baby and so on and so forth. But. Yo, thank you for taking your time out with me today. And uh, thank you for, you know, ending off season one, you know, episode 20 with the, you know, with the finale, you know what I it mean? It don't get no bigger than this, man. We the biggest yeah, in the game, man. We the biggest and the realest in the game. It don't get no bigger than this, man. We the realest, not because of our, not because of the things that people look up to street dudes for us because of the unity and the positivity and the things we Indeed. live through and the way we able to pr survive now and still be out here and look good as we do, you know Indeed. what I'm saying? And, and, and as real as we are and that's you know that's what we're here for man i thank you so much man this is a this is a blessing to close off yo twin let me like tell you let, let me tell you something real quick twin you know you crime apple you know uncle john you know rim you know from the villains you know what i'm saying yeah you know i i i, I know i got a couple more that i'm going to interview come up season two from you know rigs and you know 
Short Shot and, and Dunbar to, to Bub Rock. You know, you young cats, man. What I, what I love about you is that, one, you keep your word. Your word is your bond. But at the same time, you know, you professional about it and you make sure you handle your obligations. You feel what I'm saying? It's real, so you know, cool. I, I, I know, I know it can be easy to be distracted, so to speak, or it can be easy, you know, to be to the point where, okay, I'm here. I'm, I, you know, I got a, a, a kind of, you know, I got somewhat of a deal management deal with Rock Nation. My homies, Big Joe Crack. I'm working with Big Ghost. I done did shit with Static. I don't have to rap the song and so on fourth hit. You feel what I'm saying? But right. you know, the energy that you know you young gods came with, you know, and, and talk to me and let the people know your crap just just lets me know that the game is definitely in good hands. And you know, I, I just appreciate the professionalism. That's that's first Bless and foremost. Man. You know, it's nothing but love for you too, man. It comes with the respect and the courtesy. You know what I'm saying? We gotta do it, man. That's what we're here for. You know, not only are we hustlers. Me and my homies, we also play basketball, man. We come in the we come in the hoop with whoever. It don't matter what. And we come right. in here on time and we putting up a good show. You know what I'm saying? So it's all love, man. Thank you for having me. Anytime you need me, I'm here. You know how we stand. All right, you already know what it is too, twin. Um, you know, whatever you need on my side, man, you just, you know, hit me up. Tell Joe he can hit my ass up too. You know what I mean? It's all good. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get him back out on the road, man. We're going to get back on the road, man, soon. Hopefully, you know, all praise do we get through this little situation the world is going through. We get better and we be back outside and I can be outside. I get my man Joe Crack back outside. We could run yeah, through you know, this, you know, run through these towns how we should be doing, getting these bags, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't want them to get too comfortable with with the big, 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 big show. You feel what I'm saying? No, nah. The other day, he told me he was right. You no, know, the other day we had a little talk last Friday. You know what I'm saying? We was on the phone a little minute, two hours or something. He told me he wrote some rhymes. You know, what I'm saying I was excited to hear that. So we gonna move, man. We here, you know. UFOs gonna hold it down. We gonna rock. We gonna put on five people. We're going to keep fighting a good fight. The man trying to oppress us, that ain't never going to stop. And we're going to stay up, man. You know how we yeah, do. Yeah, stand on our square, indeed. Yeah. And get, again, Feeve, man, thanks again, man. You go ahead and get in the house. Give my love to y'all, you know, your universe and the babies, man. And, and we'll definitely build. I'll be in contact. Yes, sir. Love, love, peace. Love, peace. Love, man. Stay up. You know how we do, twin. We'll do. All right, twin. Well, that's it. Episode number 20 of season one with... Terror Squad affiliate, Young MC, UFO feed. Like I said, this journey started in June, really as literally uh, an experiment, but uh, you know, due to the pushing of my executive producer, Mika Sunga, and some other friends who, you know, who sent messages of encouragement, um, I have now, you know, found another thing that I love. And, um, I just want to thank y'all, man, for, for joining me these past 20 episodes, man. It's been real. Uh, trust me, season two is coming. Um, got some nice guests lined up. Um, it'll definitely be shorter. I won't be going 20 episodes long. We're going we're gonna to crank that down to half. So please remember to, you know, uh, listen, comment, share, subscribe. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we're also on uh, podcast on Vivo. Uh, slash YouTube, um, also on SoundCloud and Audio Mac. Please continue to support. <laughs> yeah, we do have merch. Uh, we got hoodies and pop sockets for the back of your phone. Uh, the store is actually on Amazon. 
again, this is episode number 20, season finale of season one. Again, thank y'all so much for uh, for your support and for joining me out on this. And um, we'll be back very soon with season two. Until then, uh, practice social distancing, you know, wear your mask, you know, uh, keep your loved ones close, uh, communicate with them as much as possible. Make sure everybody who's within your circle is doing well. You know, be sure to lift spirits, especially in these times we all need it. Um, and with that, I say peace. You in danger. Wrong color flag throwing signs. You in danger. Staying at my peace like it ain't mine. Ain't nothing gonna save you. I'm gripping on that flame. Are you in danger? Go ahead, throw my name in the rhymes. You in danger. Wrong color